Hello footies and welcome back to Foot in Review, powered by Foot Coaching. We are the FIFA Ultimate Team podcast that brings you a podcast a whopping three times a week. Today is February 7 and we are recording episode 59 from a fourth season, making it a grand total of 380 episodes. Today's show is brought to you by footcoaching.com. Who else? So go visit that site and let our coaches help you get better at FIFA using our data-driven approach. Trained coaches and our software suite, Codem, which brings the tools used in major football competitions around the world right into your FIFA experience. So check out footcoaching.com. And of course, this is the last part of our housekeeping. We're now streaming live on twitch.tv slash footcoaching every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And you can find the show on YouTube right after this. And feel free to join in, ask your questions, and we'll definitely get them answered. And also, this is a little bit of a (laughs) sneaky way of saying, help us, please. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get a free Prime Twitch shop to give away each and every single month. But Amazon doesn't talk about that because they don't want you to know. It doesn't cost you anything, but whenever you give us that sub, we get a whopping €2.50. So that definitely helps. Um, so if you want to support the channel and you have an Amazon Twitch Prime, it's definitely worth to help us out that way. So the last way of helping us out, and then I definitely start with starting the show, is of course our Patreon. Check out patreon.com forward slash foot in review and see how many amazing benefits we can provide you with. Um, making sure this can go on. And it just starts at about a buck a week. You'll receive your name on a visual show for starters. So if you're looking now live, you can see your name down there. And depending on your contribution, you might get a special shout-out each and every single episode, like our top supporters, which are Skybook owners Amar and Reese. Tonight, I am joined. Of course, my name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, but I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, the man from Medan, but also called Newcastle. It is the head of Foot Coaching, coaching department. It's Aaron Clue. Hello. It's good to have you back, mate. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, it's a great time to be back. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm looking forward to today's show. Yeah, definitely. And after the show, for people watching live, we will not actually cut off the stream right away. We will cut off the recording so everyone listening to the show can listen to it on the regular times. But we'll be doing something else as well, Aaron. Yeah, I'll be helping you out with co-op. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> You're helping me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more for the band, that banter after the show, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to playing with your team, actually, um, and, and testing out some of your always cutting-edge tactics as well. Yeah, once, formations. You, once you go Marquinhos, you never go back, though. So the well, it's funny. It's, it's, it's so funny, though, because the last time we played co-op, uh, you agree for me for having Golkin, Pembe and Marquinhos. And then now you've packed Mar- Marquinhos. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, he's not that much better than his gold card, really. Uh, nah, a little bit, though. Like 20 speeds and difference and something. But no, it is. I think it's the best center defender in FIFA at the, at the current time, at least. Well, I would, uh, I would throw a contender forward who I personally think is two defenders in one. Which is the honourable mentions Rudiger? Uh, he's incredible. I genuinely think I don't need to play another centre back with him. I might actually agree with you. I was talking to a couple of pro players this weekend, and 
uh, either they were using Marquinho, either they were using uh, Rudiger, or they were using Boat. <laughs> well, there you go. You see, between the two of us, we've got the best centre-back pairing in the game. There you go. You see, we can get along if we want to. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's, a, he's a really impressive card. And I, and I don't often make good investments. I often lose money quite a lot. But he's one. He's pro- I bought him and his price has gone up, um, I think. So I feel pretty happy with that. But not that I plan on selling him because, I don't know, is he end game? Probably not. But for, you know, the next month, two months, I can't see much better. If you can't, unless you've got a team of the year, right? He's a good card, really good card. Yeah, most definitely. Talking about good cards tonight, it is just us two, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we'll make up for this week. You might actually see me three times this week, but that's a different story. Tonight we'll be talking about the released content, of course. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, Aaron wanted to discuss if counter and playing fast and direct is overpowered or not, or why are people complaining about certain aspects of that. Um, we're going to mention what we miss in food currently, what we would like to be seeing added to it. And I think it's start good starting with something else. Aaron, I was wondering, have you already played your 90 matches in Rivals yet? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, I've, uh, well, so, uh, no, I haven't really had much time, but also uh, I have uh, been grinding the um, Shilaba, uh card which requires an endless amount of squad battles now given and i do feel like i need to talk about this i did the icon swaps last week which also required a ridiculous amount of squad battles to do which i put myself through Uh, so i just feel like that's all i've played uh really and it's pretty depressing um although it is a good chance to kind of refocus and stuff but i did the squad battles because i did the mid icon um pack as part of the uh, icon swaps, uh, and I got. I mean, th- you just imagine this, right? I mean, I'm sure many people can relate to this. <laughs> the flares go up, obviously. Argentina flag comes up. That's good, right? Cam position. I mean, I'm falling off my chair, and I get back up, and it's a Raquel May. Ah, uh, great. Who can't run? He can barely walk. Um, so he's gone into an SBC. He's got a See great shot, though. I mean, yeah, but he can't move. Like, he literally can't move. Um, uh, so, yeah, so no, I, I haven't, but um, I guess it's quite an easy way to do that right now, right? Yeah, so uh, I hate to be talking about this, but it's been in the game for years. Um, people found out that the connection bug with um, a block. It's so much effort, I find it really hard to explain, but it's you connect your console to your phone, you disconnect your phone, you go into internet mode and basically you get a disconnection. Your opponent doesn't lose the match, you don't win the match, nothing really happens, but it does count for one match played in Rivals. And of course now there's this uh, milestones objective which say you have to play 75 matches, right? And there's 90 matches played in the whole season where you need to get the milestones on. So people were boasting on Friday, or actually on Saturday evening, hey, I already have my 19 matches played. I'm like, wait, the season started Thursday? That's insane. So we digged a little bit, and yeah, apparently everyone's using that again. I shouldn't say everyone, but there's many people using it again, um, which I don't see the point in. Yeah, sure, you get those milestone players. Right? Uh, okay, 
big GG. But someone sent to me a message that says, I've been doing this yesterday and it only took me four hours to get the 90 matches in. So in four hours, if I can play four hours, I'll play four hours. And what about you? Well, yeah, but like, really? Like, come on, like connect to your hotspot on your phone, disconnecting games. I mean, just play the goddamn games, right? I mean, there's no rush. I mean, so, okay, so you get those objectives, right? So you can get what? Is it a rule breakers card? If I, you know, the, the win, a winter wild card, and there's another one as well. Like you can tell how much I'm enthused I am by that currently. You can get them eventually anyway. What's why? why? I don't get it. It's not my thing. I'm not in for glitches. Uh, it's fair. I'm not connecting to my phone. I mean, this is crazy, right? But it's just totally crazy. Um, I just rather play the games. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't hope many people do it, but. It's. I think it's a little bit disappointing that this this one comes back every single year. It keeps being a thing. I don't even think it's actually hurt. It hurts other people too much, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's a bit crazy. This is how much people enjoy playing the game currently, or there are people not enjoying the game itself, but they do want to play it before reward for the rewards itself. Uh, and then you start looking like I couldn't imagine. So let's say it's Sunday Sunday morning. You wake up. You got four hours to kill, right? I would I, I would die for having that, by the way. But that's a different story. And you say, okay, now in the next four hours, I'm going to connect my Xbox or my PlayStation to my phone. When the match starts, I'm sneakily going to disconnect it. Then I'm going to restart everything again. And that was one match done. Ah, here you come number two, and then keep going at it for four hours. Well, waste of time. I just can't think. Like, if I had that amount of time, I'd rather actually play the game. Um, and I, yeah, okay, I can't get the games done. But what? F- I just don't see what the fun is. What to, to maybe pack something that might be half decent? I'd, I, it's not for me. But I, I, I get people like that type of stuff. Shortcuts, you know. Um, haha. Yeah, it's there. I use it if you want to. I, I just prefer to play the game as it's meant to be played. Really. Yeah, uh, me too. But it could be because we're a bit older, right? We don't get that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We do, we do. We do sound like really old, grumpy men. Really, don't we? It's quite yeah, funny. Yeah, uh, uh, it is sort of true, though. It is sort of true. Uh, Aaron, we have a lot of content to go into today. Um, I thought we had a bit easy Monday, which usually are, but there's some cool SPCs that came out, though. Yep. Did you get a I chance agree. to already have a look? Uh, are we doing? Are we looking at the weekend, or are we looking uh, uh, fresh today? Sure. I mean, I think we can definitely look at the weekend. Over the weekend, we got uh, Dominic covered Leibin, right? Uh, yeah. Which you like him, you do him. Uh, Eighty-six rated squad, though. I think that's a bit of a bit of a stretch. Um, do we need to talk about him? Yeah, if you're Everton fan, do him. If not, don't. Yeah, he's the same as a lot of other kind of cards that have come out, really. Initially, when I saw it, I thought, okay, that could be pretty usable and pretty good. And I did look at, right, could I reinvent my team to try and get him in? But uh, it was too much to try and do for me personally. I don't think he's overly too dissimilar um, to a lot of other cards. I mean, what the Giroud card that's come out, um, kind of, there's not huge differences, really. Um, I guess if you're playing that type of card, you probably play in a certain way um, to really benefit from him. Um, yeah, he's, he's decent, but uh, not for me. Nah, and I think we have the Barcelona player who came out. Ferran Torres? Yes. 
but he came he was an SBC right so he's uh, he just got added to the mix yeah as as did uh, Tommy Asu as well uh, the Arsenal fullback uh, which does look was... pretty cool actually five star week yeah. on the right back yeah I know yeah yeah it's cool right but uh, uh, but since they aren't content I think that's alright I don't think the, any of these two cards yeah, Torres is cool right um, but I think the content we got today is actually pretty much way cooler, if that makes sense. Yeah, go um, on, do it. Yeah, ahead of the curve. Yeah, we have to start with uh, uh, with a very cool concept of an SPC, though. Um, Haji, you know George George Haji, a famous, uh, obviously, yeah, yes, the famous player who said, if he touches on the left, it feels like he touches it with the right foot because he has two. He's like a five-star weak foot. If anyone would have it, he would have it. And in FIFA, he, would never, he never had a five-star weak foot, that player. Uh, still four-star, four-star. So also in this year, not a FIFA five-star, four-star. But he got an SBC. I can't currently see because we're so um, early on the recording how much it actually is. But looking at the SBCs, there's an 85-rated one, an 84-rated one, an 83-rated one, which will come back shortly, an 82-rated one, and a silver and bronze-rated club. For a 90, um, how much is it? A 91 rated? Yeah, 91 rated Haji card. I think that's pretty cool value. And that's not even all, Aaron. That's oh, not else? even all. There's an SBC called, like Father Like Son. It's the 83 rated SBC part of the Haji SBC. When you put in one minimum player of Team of the Week or Foot Champions, an 83 rated squad with 75 chemistry. Not only are you at one-sixth of doing Haji total, and the total cost, by the way, is 220k, chat says, so thank you for that. But not only do you get the 83 and one section done, you also get the future star Ianis Haji from Rangers along with yeah. you. And I like that. I like the card as well, uh, the Ianis Haji one. He's, he's not bad. For, for the value, I think it's pretty good. I mean, even only for 83-rated squad, that's cool, right? Yeah, 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 completely. Um, the only problem is, though... He's from Rangers. Lincoln. Well, no offense to Chris. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but linking him. Like, you can link him with his street. father, right? <laughs> yeah, so unless you're, like, icon heavy, like, how do you get him in? Like, and if I'm honest, it's a... It's a it's a good card for the investment, but there's better cards out there. Um, uh, I might disagree I on you there. Nah. Because I had an epiphany this weekend. And you know, when I started using fancy English words, I mean it, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I did. You know, looking at his, like, you look at his stats, that's what I'm doing now, by the way. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see it. Pace is is not great um his dribbling is compared to some of the other cards that are out there now it's okay it's not like world beating um he can't jump um at all but i guess you're probably not going to use him for that yeah he's all he's, he's all right for an 83 rated squad great value will he be in your team long term absolutely not he'll be a sub at best and then he'll probably be fodder going into another SBC. all right i got something for you though this weekend, I've been trying to break the game in all ways possible, right? I'd be very critical of what I do, very much to do. I won't tell our secrets here on podcast tonight, 
uh, might tell them during the week to some of the patrons. <laughs> uh, but we did definitely broke the game. I'm very sure of that. Uh, but besides that, Aaron, I think one thing I am now confident of, and I was the other way around, so I have to apologize. But I think having five-star weak foot is more important on a striker than anything else. Even if it's three-star skill move, even if he can't walk anymore, um, as long as he has a five-star weak foot, I think that is actually essential. And I've been using a lot of four-star, four-star players. Uh, Zola, Bergkamp, you name it, right? Every, every single striker these days is four-star, four-star. Um, I also have been using that David card this weekend. Three-star skill, uh, five-star weak foot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that five-star, he finished more and more consistent <laughs> than any of the other players did. Then I was like, yeah, well, no, what, what, what happens if I then put uh, Neymar on top, right? And instead of getting Neymar from the wings, Neymar on top, same effect. Much and much more consistent. And although I've, I've said at the start of the season that the gap between weak foot, um, like five and four and three, is actually a little bit less this year, I feel that the difference between five and four is actually becoming bigger, or I start noticing it more. Um, but yeah. I think five-star weak foot is might be essential. This Haji card, the future star Haji, has five-star weak foot. And four-star yeah. skills to go along with that, though. So, yeah, he is going to be hard to link. I definitely we can't disagree on that, right? But getting a five-star weak foot player, striker, for an 83-rated squad, the way I've been using Davi to, so I think 70k or something, this weekend, yeah, feels like an absolute steal. So... My question to you then is, right, you need to explain why the weak foot, a five-star weak foot is so important. All right. So when you start dribbling around the box, right, and you have like this initial space to take a shot off, you don't really have the time to get them on your right foot. So with a four-star, four-star play, you don't always have the time to go to your right foot, for example. If you have a Bergkamp, you can't, he can't always shoot with right. Sometimes there's space on the left side, you cut left and you shoot. He takes his shot with the left foot, which is fine. But the way the goalkeepers actually work, some of them are really inconsistent, but they can be very good. And the way blocking actually is uh, boosted, I think, after the previous pass, you do want that shot to be as accurate as possible. And I'm noticing that, especially after the patch, taking that shot, even if it's a four-star weak foot, with the weak foot at all, is actually more inconsistent than not taking that shot at all if that makes sense, and going yeah, back yeah. to my right foot. So I'm on the verge of just getting rid of all my four-star uh, weak foot front players. Um, if I can, right? I mean, it's uh, very, it's not a cheap habit. But like Haji, I, I'm spoiled with icons, so I might actually be able to fit him in somewhere. David is fits in with Neymar. Perfect fit, right? I don't care about skill moves anymore, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, t- to be fair, I'm 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 the same as you. Um, and the weak foot, you, you're absolutely right. Um, your opportunity to get shots off is um, harder, so you've got to take advantage. Um, I can't say I've noticed a massive difference between five star and weak foot and four star com- compared to the levels that you're saying. But I, I have total confidence that it's true. Um, the David card, I have that also because I've had 
his uh, previous card, uh, the Winter Wild card. He's, he's great. He's just absolutely. He's an all-round great striker. Um, I really, really rate him. Um, so yeah, um, and, I, and funnily, I, I did have Neymar. I sold him, but I am going to get him back. I think. <laughs> um, but but he, it's noticeable with Neymar. As soon as I took him out of my team, um, I noticed that on the left, uh, who the replacement that I had was nowhere near as nowhere near as strong finishing wise. So it was really noticeable difference. Uh, the good thing for me, though, is I have invested in the, the Brahim Diaz uh, card, um, and I went for the left winger. Um, so, uh, you know, he's got a five-star weak foot, so that's a win for me. Yeah, most definitely. Let us know in the comments, and if you're listening to this podcast, uh, or watching live anywhere, leave it, let us know what you think. And we'll, in the Spotify, if you look on Spotify, we'll make a little bit of a poll where we stay. Do you want five-star skill moves or five-star weak foot? And let us know your opinion about this one. Do you think um, five-star weak foot uh, is not as effective this year, especially on new gen? Weak foot or skill moves? Weak foot. Just a, uh, sorry, skill moves. Skill uh, moves, sorry. Yeah, all right. Um, well, I, it doesn't hurt. I think that's, it doesn't hurt to have, right? But I don't think the five-star skill moves, for example are crucial in getting that goal in. Whereas there are many ways of scoring, I still think, right? Whereas when I take the shot, I want that shot to be as accurate as possible. It's for me more important than getting a skill move in front of that, creating my opening. Because you know, as well as I do, that with skill moves, it works once. After that, the opponents sort of know what they do. And unless you're very good at doing it and being very consistent in which position you do what, um, it might actually start hurting you even more. While having a five-star weak foot player won't never hurt. It's funny though, because I think if I was to make a high-level assessment based on what I struggle against them the most, or a player's ability to finish is has a bigger impact than their ability to skill in and around the box. It's like, <laughs> I very rarely come up against people who can use five-star star skillers in the box to the point where it, has a massive effect on my ability to defend and concede goals. What has a bigger impact is the player's ability to actually shoot. Um, so, I, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, skilling still works, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I think if you're going to choose, and why, so I, I, you could do a, a really low-level skill, right? Fake shot, stop, fake shot, ball roll, something really simple. It is effective enough in the box. You don't need a five-star skiller to do that. Exactly. Um, Whereas if you've got a player who can shoot on both feet because you're twisting and turning and trying to find an angle for a shot, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd say being on the receiving end of that, that's what I notice more. <laughs> I agree. Uh, good points, good points. Um, talk, coming back to Haji, because that's where we started the conversation, definitely good value as we see. Very fun player. 220k, Aaron, for this whole SBC and to get granted the 86-rated Haji. No matter what, what you think of this, it is always going to be good value, right? Yeah, to be fair, it does actually feel like good value, actually, compared to... I'll just do a quick plug of... Uh, of uh, obviously, I've done some SPCs. Well, not obviously. It does obviously you, because that's what I told you I was doing. Um, <laughs> but I, I've, I've done a lot of SPCs today, um, and I'm grinding the, the objective card as well. Um, my plug for a card, which is expensive, right, um, is Kaka because um, that's something I'd, I'd really wanted to do and I finally got around um, to doing it. 
And what's, uh, you know, my assessment of him so far is he is a blend of Neymar and Kevin De Bruyne in one card. Um, I think that's a pretty good assessment um, and I think it's a decent investment. Um, Hadji, I wouldn't put in the same category, but given the price, the linking with uh, Yanis Hadji, um, and I think if you've got the fodder, which <laughs> given the upgrade packs that have been grinded over the past week, I'm not sure necessarily clubs are well stocked, but it still seems reasonably well priced. And I think, you know, how long is the SBC up for? They're normally up for about 30 days, aren't they? Good question. Yeah, the Hadji is up 27 days. So yeah, yeah. So so you you know what you can play. Well, you've still got rivals weekend league. You get you cycle through two of those. You know, and from packs perspective, you know you, you'll you'll get enough to be able to do this. Right? And if you if you you should have enough left of you know to invest in it anyway. Two hundred and twenty k is like nothing. Honestly, if I didn't have Bergkamp and Zola and Best uh, in my team already, I would have done right. this one. Stop bragging. No, no, but I mean, all four-star, four-star attackers, right? So if I wouldn't, it wouldn't add anything to FIG. But else there would be an SBC I've done right away. Talk about SBCs, the last SBC we have to talk about. Well, there's an 80-plus uh, SBC and an 84-player pick SBC. 84-player pick is expensive, but hey, maybe it works. If you requires two informs, I'm staying Think over. so. I would stay away, right? Because I'm basing it on last week. There was, I'm sure there was basically the same, right? And what I saw people packing on out of it, I think they were hoping for that last team of the year. It was not worth it. Um, I have seen a few people posting some future uh, future stars cards in there, not the necessarily most expensive ones. I packed Botman twice on Friday. So if I do it and I get a future stars, <laughs> I know I'm getting him. So I'm definitely not doing it. Um, and I've drained my club anyway of all my higher rated cards. I've got enough 84s left, but I might just keep a hold of them um, for now. Yeah, safe play, safe play. I, I, I will stay away as well. And then there is Zinedine Zindan, which got the SBC and next to a prime icon. Haji, this one is and very expensive, and we're talking about the base version of a Marin. What do you think? Nope. <laughs> it requires an 89 rated squad, an 88 rated squad, an 87 rated squad, 87, two 87s. Did I say two 87s? Yes, and one 86. Did I say 86, 85? <laughs> Can't even count. 84, 84, and a silver and a bronze squad. Quite honestly... I've used the 94 rated Sidon this year. Brilliant card. But I would never sink as much for into this one. I, if you have to follow to sink in, please go for Maldini. Please go for Varane, right? Get a little bit of a high gear to the sides to enjoy. But stay away from the mid-icons by now, I think. Kaka. Get a Kaka as well. Get a Kaka, exactly, right? So many options. Um, I think that's a definite no from us. If you disagree, put it in the chat. But I think uh, we're both going to stay away from this one. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Not, not a game-changing card, especially if it's his base as well. Like, it's, it's no way. I would not be, uh, like, opening any safe packs or investing any real-world money into, into getting that. No chance. No, I uh, have to agree 100%. Aaron, I've heard you got sent a message by a player saying, could you please speed up your play a bit more? Because it's boring. <laughs> yeah, that's not the first time I get this message. Um, uh, but uh, this was interesting because uh, the way the context it was written was as if it was to try to help help me improve my game, but also make it more fun for him. So this was a 
rivals game um and it was a close game um it, i think it finished uh one all two all oh was it a rivals game because it went to extra time so it can't have been no, it must have been a weekend league game um and he won on penalties um obviously penalties is a bit of a lottery um and he sent me this message um and the, the message kind of was you know basically look you need to speed up your gameplay. Was it your defensive strategy is too negative. I thought, how was that the case? Because uh, I thought I defended pretty well. But then, it was, then the message really was, you need to pass forward quicker because you need to make the game more enjoyable for both of us. I was like, well, why? Um, and he you know, continued to kind of explain the reasons why. And, 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 and I, you know, I sent a reply back that was polite. Um, because he'd made the effort to reach out in such a way. But it just got me thinking, like, anyway, he said, this is what he said, actually. He said, it will get you more wins. I thought, okay, so I'm in elite, you know, uh, I'm not far off 2000 skill rating, which, you know, for, for me is pretty decent, given the time and concentration challenges age. I sometimes have. Age, age also, <laughs> right? So I thought, I thought, no, nah, you're all right, mate. And I just got me thinking, like, and it, to be fair... Most games I play, it's me with the ball, 60, 70% possession, and the opponent just spamming counter, counter attacks. And I think what he was kind of wanting me to do was to give him the ball so he could counter quickly, and that didn't happen. Um, yes, both of his goals did subsequently come on the counter, um, but, and I had to work a lot harder for mine. But it just got me thinking, like, is, is that the only way people can play? Is that the only fun? And I, I sit and think, how can that be fun, right? You turn on your, your Xbox, your PlayStation, you go to play a game, play with football, and for nearly, what, over two-thirds of that game, you're just basically running around chasing somebody else with the ball. How's that fun? I've got the ball, you haven't. So, you know, it just got me thinking, is that is that the only way to play? I think um, the interesting thing about this, um, we get a lot of messages, right, on our, uh, on our socials or on the emails, and uh, I find it very interesting that people experience this game so differently as well. Um, we got a lot of messages this weekend with people getting caught off with those counters, those true balls. Uh, um, and no one actually said to me, you have to speed up your game. But I, for example, don't experience these true balls a whole lot because I think we play alike, right? We play much more composed. We tend to lose the ball far less, so we get less countered. But my, their opponents need to have full focus to be able to not concede goals, which can lead, if they are full focus, to some tougher matchups, sort of closer games. Um, and I can see how that for some people might be um, boring, if that's the right word. So I can definitely see, um, <laughs> I definitely see what it is. What it is. Flint says in chat, do you guys not think the counterattack meta makes you slow? Your play down so you don't get counter. I think that's exactly what Aaron and I am doing currently, right? Just slow it down, don't lose the ball midfield, and you're fine. Um, but then I get some yeah. messages say, I always get through balls, I only get counts, like, yeah, but then you're losing the ball too much. Like, no, no, this is just an overpowered technique. I don't actually think it's that overpowered. You're just giving the ball away too much, <laughs> right? You're going into that same pace. Um, I don't think, let's put it right straight out, I don't think counter is anything overpowered at all currently. I think it's perfectly fine, especially with the new way of um, the defensive shape, right? If you, the, the, the 
uh, interceptions being more consistent than before. I don't think countering is actually overpowered. I think it's a good part of the game. It's fine. Um, playing fast and direct is actually the biggest problem, although it might sound fun, but that actually leads to giving counts away and not being in shape anymore and giving the balls away and giving your opponents to just run through you. Um, I think if you want a quick game of football, then go play Volta these days. Stay away from yeah. foot. I think, I guess I've got a... That's an unpopular opinion, probably, but... I've got a, I've got a few things to probably add um, on top of, of that. I'll, I'll try and remember the points. I should have made a note, really. So the boredom thing, the opponent's bored because they haven't got the ball, right? So, yeah, they're going to send a message and say, hey, this is boring or whatever because they haven't, they haven't got the ball. Um, yes, um, do I play slow? So I would say... No, because I move the ball quickly from one side of the pitch to the other, trying to create spaces to get you know chances in. Right, um, so I'm not slow. If actually, if I was slow, I would be conceding counters all of the time because I'd be quickly tackled. Given the the, the, the some of the players now and how quickly they can close the ball down, right? And that that, that happened. That can happen more frequently. Um, is the counter uh, overpowered? Right, so it's interesting. I think some of the animations this year different to last year, especially on next gen, and I think you can take advantage. Last year, what you saw was the two centre backs would be stood like next to each other. It would be like, and that's not natural, right? It's got, in a real game of football, you wouldn't do, and you'd have these massive gaps between the fullbacks. It was weird, and you could take advantage of that. This year, it's more not more normal. What happens is, is the it almost as if the striker splits the two centre backs and runs down the middle again it you know that does happen but often the striker actually makes a run between the centre back and the full back what happens is the centre back doesn't automatically neither of them pick up the striker's run they both just run so you can then hit and it was a driven pass into that now you can still hit a through ball and it's pretty effective if you do it over and over and over again it's obvious what you're going to do and you can be it can be counted brilliantly two ways one try and close off the pass with a midfielder and you can just stand in front of the pass. It's obvious where it's going. It won't get through. The other is to pick the right defender um, to cut across. And if it d- does come through, you can just easily kind of tackle and, or intercept the ball, right? Um, but what I would say is from an opponent, from a player's perspective, defending a counter, if you're giving the ball away a lot, requires a lot of You've got to be tuned into it, and one slip. This is, and I have experienced this. It feels like one mistake I make on the defending a counter gives them a goal. Um, you've got to be dialed into it. You've got to do the right things with the defenders um, to give you the best chance of doing it. But the key is not to give the ball away, and also where do you give the ball away? You're recycling possession on the halfway line with your centre midfielders. Uh, well, yeah, you're in a hiding for nothing really, and you're going to constantly be, and it will feel like. It's an overpowered because if you're winning the ball back there and you've got a striker making a run and you, you're going to pass to him, right? It's, it's easy. So I think some of my additional thoughts on uh, on the situation with it, counters aren't overpowered. Um, they're not a kind of a meta, really. Um, yes, there's some animations you can take advantage of, but equally, if you're dialed into it and you need 100% concentration, and that's something I struggle with. But I know if I could see the counter goal, why? One, I lost the ball. Two, I didn't do the right thing with the defenders. Uh, that's my fault. Yeah. I think that's that's also critical, right? You know when it's your fault. And I see many people 
I'm so tired of people saying you can't select your fullbacks on defense, right? I mean, that worked in FIFA 17. But now selecting your center defenders, actually, especially when you know that true ball is coming, right, is crucial for not getting these balls conceded. Yeah, and it's, it, again, so, so that's like learning the player switching, right? And player switching, I think, it's going to be hard to maybe try and explain on a podcast, right? But player switching works well if you're going vertical or horizontal, right? So if you're defending in a position where the player's on the side of the pitch and they're going to come inside, right? So just to, to play a switch is just to move it across, you know, your, your midfield line or your defensive line. If you're trying to kind of go from, like, say, your right winger to your centre-back, that's a little bit tricky to get that really precisely. requires a lot of practice. It's the same if you're defending a through ball. If you're on your striker, you just move back through centre midfielder, central defender. You've got to be on the central defender's to stop the through balls. If you're trying to navigate around elsewhere, you're losing a couple of seconds and that's it, game over. Yeah, so start practicing that right stick switching. Just flick your right stick to your defender uh-huh. and find out Up what works for you, right? Especially, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, also, don't ask us what's better, ball relative switching or player relative switching. Um, we're 50-50 here, I think Aaron and I am as well on what we do. It, just pick one, stick to one, practice on that one, and you all are viable. Um, but just important to, to keep practicing on it. And it's an interesting one, again, because I think a lot of players will ask these questions, um, but it, and it's subjective because it's how you play. There isn't one that's the, 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 the easy, the quickest, or the, the one that's going to give you the guaranteed results. It depends how you defend, really. I, I, I'm a player relative because I'm kind of looking a little bit more right where's he going next not yes. what is he doing right now I'm, I'm same, planning I'm ahead same, yeah. but if you are more of like I just want to I'm going to do right now and you defend really well so if you're really aggressive like that like fair play here then it might be better to do the ball relative because you're going to switch to someone closer to the ball and, and increase your chance of winning back but if you're playing against an opponent who's going to anticipate that and is already thinking one move ahead you overcommit then you've missed you're you're missing the next bit, and that's where I go. So sometimes I'm not the most aggressive defensive because I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to try and get my players in the right position. I'm going to look at what he's going to do next, and actually, rather than go for the tackle, I'm going to go for the interception. And I think interceptions are one of the best ways to actually defend, certainly in that midfield part of the of the phase when you're kind of moving your your team back into a defensive shape. It cutting out passes is just one of the easiest ways to turn over possession. Yeah, and the most consistent, uh, definitely after the patch, and even gets better soon after the next patch. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. So that that and that's how I often win most of my uh, in the midfield. I don't. It's not necessarily tackles. It's cutting out passes because I can look and almost see where they're going to pass. The opponent sometimes makes it so obvious because they position their player towards the player they're going to pass. And you just think, oh, I'm just going to move my player and cut that pass then. And he makes the pass and off you go. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. It's like we're on the same team. <laughs> well, we will be. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, that's what we'll do after this. Aaron, uh, we're heading into the last five minutes of the live sh- or like of the podcast, not of the live shows. So stay tuned when we exit the podcast. But... Um, if there's one thing which you would like to be added to food, it's a question has been asked a lot and you brought it up again today, what would that one thing be? Well, I came up with a really cool concept today. Um, oh, I think it's cool. 
but it's based <laughs> around it's based, it's based around the uh, the Future Stars Academy. And I think how cool would it be, right? Is almost you know how you get like the icon swap tokens? Is it's a really kind of like pretty low level player how cool would it be everyone gets given one of those at the start of um the fifa ultimate team season and you can grow your own player kind of like grow your own icon throughout the whole series you have to complete um objectives throughout each season and then you kind of get rewarded with an upgraded version of that card um as you go so it's one it's untradeable but you've kind of got that one player it has perfect green links to everybody you know kind of thing so you know it, it fits it's like your team your team academy player that you grow and then by the end of the game it's like a 90 rated player or it could be if you complete all the relevant objectives I like the idea I have one question about it which makes or breaks it for me do I need to play squad battles yes or no (laughs) I I wouldn't because I can't I don't like them Um, but uh, you know let's say no because I want your support thank you then I I think it's the best idea for today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's a cool thought though. No, I think uh, I come, wanted to come back on the squad battle one because you know these tokens we've been now grinding for right uh, yesterday it broke me I was thinking oh, maybe I should keep up with it do the SPCs then I saw that you need to get gold 3 in squad battles to get a token which was my cue to leave those tokens just as I would do with the swaps lately right just to leave it be I'm like no I'm out I'm done. I'm not going to play, I don't know, five hours of squad battle or something like that. I think that's going to be it, right? Uh, for my precious time to get one more token for this. And next thing they know, they're going to do it again next week. <laughs> I'm staying away from this. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the aspects of the tokens. I like the aspects of the farming. I think we should have l- like lesser high-rated things to go into, right? So um, I would like to see those those swap tokens to be a thing, 100%, but maybe just during the season. Just keep the same tokens during the season. Don't switch out of the division. Then I'm all right with people putting them into squad battles. Then I'm all right with putting them into, I don't know, uh, Fulta for all I care. But then you have more options to choose which you will and which you not, will not do. This way you're forced to play these modes if you want to get some of the high tier rewards, the other rewards don't really make sense. So you either want them or you don't, or you don't grind at all. Um, and this one felt very tricky. I said last week, some of these SBCs felt already feel a bit tricky. Do a lone Maldini to get one. But I also want to do the the, the 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 normal one. Why would I want to do the loan as well? Oh, because I get a token. What? Why? You know, I think that's weird. Um, and now it's the same with oh now you have to play squad balls but not not one match not ten matches no you got to get gold three so whatever one doing this gold three is actually a little bit further away than it would be normally so how many uh, and then so that, let's say you missed the gold three by a, a couple of points on say in the morning you wake up and you've noticed that the rest of the world is starting to play squad battles and you missed out of that gold three right man that would break the game for me. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's fair. I'm a, I'm a fan of the tokens, to be fair. I thought it went really well um, uh, with the wild card, uh, the winter the winter tokens. Those were all right. Those was far less tricky, quite honestly. I, I don't know if, I, I mean, I'd imagine that EA have kind of 
thought ahead with their promotional calendar and this has been something they were going to do i don't know if they then increased it because of the success of the last one um because they would you were having to grind these before team of the year had even finished whereas last time it, it started when the promo started um and i i don't know if there's a lot to go for and i don't know if the rewards are going to be that great i mean looking at the what the player picks potentially aren't that great i mean my pack look, i'm, I'm going to get a botman again anyway if i go for a player pick so <laughs> what's the point for me i'm not i mean nothing bad get... about botman though he's one of the best defenders in the world well he's going to play for newcastle next year he's going to lead us to champions league and quite honestly five years. if he would sign for newcastle i think it would be a great signing He's, he, I think he wants in. And dead off topic, right? Obviously, Hatton Ben Arthur, former Newcastle legend, set him up for his goal at the weekend. I mean, it's match made in heaven, right? It's yeah. got to happen. It's got to happen. And I think it's a good move. Flint says in chat, I would like to see Icon Swap one those going to the next one, so not just the tokens. Yeah, that's my thing. If I want to see anything change in foot, except, of course, more two versus two modes, right? Separate exclusive two versus two modes what I really would like to do yeah. uh, I'd like to see uh, like a two versus two weekend league for example it would be brilliant I wouldn't have a third solo again if I play myself quite honestly but um, anything else like I said tokens that just go in whole year give them new rewards every month or every season but make sure if you grind at the start and you miss out or you don't want to do squad battles that's actually not so much of a problem and Neurozit says goal three for squad battles also excludes 60% of the players by default. So there's that. <laughs> I really don't want to go there. <laughs> Aaron, you know what I will want to go to? That is namely playing some co-op rivals with you on stream. Which means we came to the end of the show for tonight. It has been a pleasure, my friend. And remember, when you are listening to this podcast or on the audio shows, or on the audio platforms of your choice. Remember that it is just 10 seconds of effort to give us the five-star reviews, and that will really help us to be found. So that would be very much appreciated for everything else. Well, we already said it. Look into the comments, look into the notes, and we'll get back to you. So check out foodcoaching.com. And of course, Aaron, if people want to say hi to you, where can you find you? He's pointing down, which if you're listening to the show, you can't see, but it's at YooHooGL3W. I couldn't have made a more difficult Twitter handle for people to find me. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, I, I could have said, you could have said at FKnoni, but I, I think is a bit, it's a bit much as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need a new one. Um, but uh, the web, at you Food know, Coaching Aaron. Uh, for coaching, yeah, yeah. For coaching... Just come and check out uh, the website, uh, Patreon. Come and you know, come and be a member. Um, join the community. Talk about FIFA all day with everybody else who's going through the trials and tribulations uh, of uh, of playing Ultimate Team. That's the, that, that's all people really need to know. Ingvi is actually in chat and says, "Hey, I think that's because of my remark about his, his Twitter handle." But he also says you can change your Twitter handle, Aaron. So. Then uh, maybe you need some help doing that. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing touch with how to do things technology-wise. I mean, I'm not even 40 yet. Not yet, no. Um, you can find, of course, the show at Food and Review on all socials, at Food Coaching on all socials, and you can find me at Javenuda, but just go to Food Coaching and just ask for me if you want that way. Um, that we'll see you this Wednesday. This Wednesday, we think there's a high chance we might be joined by... Food coaching pro player Ryan, 
So that's going to be very cool. Um, and I'm still looking for a third host. Oh, no, I actually know. It's going to be Daniel, um, the man with the best backlog in the game. It's amazing. I don't know. He put in 20 euros at the start of the game, and he keeps packing all the, the brilliant players. Doesn't even put an effort. He trades a lot, though, but still just, oh, do a player pick. Oh, there's another one. Oh, it's yeah. going to cost him next year. It happened to me first year. I mean, a little... for sure. But this year, he's definitely having more fun than I am. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't pack. Well, to be fair, I do pack some promo players, but they are like oh, literally the worst. You get excited. And you're like, oh, it's worth 15K. Both months and Rukoma. I don't think you have any. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not going for any lotteries anymore. I'm just like, I just, I just can't do it. It's nah. uh, killed me. That, that Rukoma, mate, I swear to God, that, that was like the worst moment I've ever experienced to go from the excitement of Argentinian Cam to Rukoma. I mean, I, I didn't even, I forgot he was even in the game. I was like, Maradona, Maradona. I can't believe Maradona. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they they hate me. For what I don't know why. It's because of brutal. it's because of your Twitter handle, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, so this Wednesday you'll see me, you see Daniel, and of course pro player from foot coaching, Ryan talking about his Premier League experiences and hopefully next week he'll be able to make it all the way through the grand finals. But that we know next week, so no pressure there. For now, all that remains is Aaron. There's one thing left. And you know what to do. It's time for us to drop it.